What is going on, guys? You're tuned into the Monday Coffee Show. I'm James. And I'm Travis. And today we're going to be talking about misconceptions. There's always a fun thing about getting to know people. Uh, there's a really cool activity that I've done with middle schoolers where uh, they fill out little slips of, if you really knew me, then you would know, and then they fill out uh, some uh, sometimes really like crazy stuff, sometimes really simple stuff like, I really like Spongebob cartoons. Um, and, uh, you know, and so on and so forth. So I think uh, it would be really fun to go through a few. Uh, if you really knew me, about us. I guess I'll start for I think the first one and the most common misconception that people have about me before they get to know me is that I'm either like stuck up, bougie, or just really mean. I might be one of those things, but it's not mean and it's not stuck up and a little bougie. Um, but what people don't realize is that I am a bit bougie or whatever, but I mean, I'm still a nice person. I'm not going to be like, oh, well, you don't shop here. I don't like that. I don't care. Like, I'm only worried about myself. That's going to be, let me rephrase that. I'm only worried about, you know, what I do in terms of the quality of things or whatever. I, I don't care what other people shop, what other people wear. It's my preference is just about me. So people like think that I'm just like, oh, like stuck up or I don't want to talk to people. I'm shy when I first meet people and I'm very observant at first so it's not that I mean I'm just seeing how you are as a person because I usually decide from that point if I want to continue a friendship or if I just want to be like no stay away from me. Um, I think a misconception about me that people have when they first meet me is that uh, I have like kind of an unending energy uh, just because I think when when people first get to meet me. One, I'm excited to meet new people. I'm always excited to make new friends. Uh, but um, it's it's wild because typically when I'm in a space where I'm meeting people, I'm meeting them in a very social environment and it's one where I get very energized. Uh, and so people will think that I like just don't sleep and I just run entirely on just like some sort of like internal nuclear fusion <laughs> reactor. Uh, and I, I don't, I sleep. I get very tired very often, and there are times where I just will be like, I don't, I cannot do that, right? I just can't, I just can't, I don't have enough, I just don't have enough oomph. <laughs> I think another one about me is that I feel like there's two sides. There are some people that think I'm like being a stuck up, and there are some people who kind of take advantage of how nice I can be. Um, so a lot of people think that I'm like desperate for friends because I'm so nice to at some point. So like a lot of musicians are very, when I was still doing my vein culture website, a lot of them were always asking for favors and I was always, you know, complying. I'm just like, whatever you need, I can help you with. And then people kind of see that as, oh, I can just, you know, take advantage of this and do whatever. And it's just like, nope, I still have that side to me where I'm just like, I don't have time for the BS. Like, don't do that now. Yeah. And I feel like even at uh, my job. I try to be nicer to people, and then the second I try to be nice, they think that they can, you know, be a little extra. Then I'm like, okay, now I have to be mean to you again because you don't know how to act. Yeah. Um, 
I so one weird misconception that that people have about me uh, when they meet me is uh, I have a, I've had a lot of new friends who have read me as being incredibly promiscuous. Same. Which is uh, I I don't know what I'm doing that gives that off, uh, and I think I think that has slowed down a lot because uh, for the past four years I've been in a relationship. Uh, but like I had a moment where someone did that to me recently where they were like, oh yeah, like they said something and I was like, what do you, who do you think I am? Like, what is happening? Like what, like, and I don't know what it is that I'm doing. And I think part of it is, is I don't, I'm not very good at flirting with people. I'm also really bad at knowing when people are flirting with me. And I think it just looks like I'm uh, flirting with everyone all the time. And it's not, I'm not trying to do that, I promise, but uh, you know. Yeah, that's literally the same for me, but I think I know why it might be the way I dress sometimes. <laughs> um, I tend to, well, I wear... Yeah, I don't wear nearly as much, like, lace as you do. Yeah, I wear, like, lace and, like, see-through stuff, but, I mean, it's the upper body, so that's fine. I don't wear anything see-through, like, well, yeah. <laughs> almost got yourself there. I, well, because I bought these, like, pair of, like, compression shorts for kickball, and... Um, they're like see-through on the side, but I didn't realize how far up they went, and I was like, oh. oh. So I was like, I can't wear these, because then people really think I'm, you know. They're going to find out about James's secret tattoo. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I think it's the way I dress, but I also think it's the way I carry myself to a certain extent. Not to say that I carry myself like in a low whatever, but since people see me and they're like, oh, he seems like bougie or he dresses this way, and because I wear super skinny jeans and I'm not shaped like just straight, I as my friends have said I'm bottom heavy, so I'm kind of a little curvy for a guy. So people are just like, oh, he's trying to show off what he has, and it's just like, no, I just don't like baggy clothes. It's just not comfortable, and I'm short, so it makes me look frumpy. So I like no. But yeah, a lot of people have thought that I was like a hoe, and I'm just like no. I mean, I've had my fun a couple years ago, but I'm not a hoe. I can. No. <laughs> I'm sure I've slept with less people than every gay person in Philly, so, yeah. Mm. I think another misconception about me is, uh, I'm very apathetic just in nature, so, like, I don't really show that much emotion, so people are just like, oh, is something wrong? I'm like, nope, I'm always fine, so it's either resting bitch face or just apathy that I'm, like, projecting. So people always think there's something wrong or, like, I'm always in a bad mood. It's just like, no, I just, how I am. I can be super happy and just look like this and people are like oh what's wrong I'm like literally nothing I'm sitting here I have uh, <clears throat> I have sort of the the exact opposite problem uh, I don't really have uh, any filters between my brain and my face uh, I just like I'm very very emotive um, with I'm finding uh, the exception that um, like I'm very very emotive for everything like where I'm like slightly happy and up but like I'm not very good at emoting like when I'm sad about stuff so I'll just like look very neutral which I think uh, people who've gotten to know me like know when I look very neutral that like yo that's wrong but like um, it's wild because for me like for I think for a lot of people when they first meet me they're like oh my god this guy's all and it feeds back into that like endless energy idea that he's just happy all the time he's just a muppet like he's just <laughs> Yeah. I think another one about me is some people think I'm stupid. I can be a bit dippy sometimes, but I'm not stupid. Um, 
and it's like a it's this weird like dichotomy between people thinking that I'm fake because when I was in high school that kind of related to because I didn't speak like everyone else did I did I don't use that much slang um, and I don't really I'm not loud for one I always like sit very like straight and I'm, like if I'm just sitting down I have like my hands folded or something and people are always just like why are you trying to be like that and it related back to people like oh you're trying to be white I'm like that first of all that doesn't make any sense but people just have always thought that I was trying too hard to be something I'm not I'm like no this is literally who I am like this is how I speak this is how I am I'm it's not, not it's not performative yeah yeah people are like oh you're trying to act dumb because it's funny I'm like no I, first of all I'm not stupid I am dippy at, when it comes to some things I can admit that but <laughs> like generally speaking I'm very intelligent I can you know I, you know verbalize things well and I can keep up conversations so it's just essentially who I am as a person um, I think uh, uh, another way that I uh, can kind of come off uh, sometimes is I'll be I don't know I have I have two really weird misconceptions around me uh, and it just it all depends on what I was doing right before you met me uh, and uh, Sometimes I will come out of the bike shop and tips of my fingers are still super dirty because there's just nothing you can do to scrub that off. Like, I'll, I'll have washed my hands like twice and I'll still like look like a weird zombie. Um, and, uh, you know, I wear a beard and I wear a lot of flannel and uh, as it gets into fall, I start wearing hiking boots and jeans and I start to look very like, like manly and Mm-hmm. <laughs> but and so like people would perceive me as like oh he's this super outdoorsy um, very like kind of like uh, masculine person but then also I have this weird thing where depending on like what I was doing right before you met me uh, people will assume that I'm actually like incredibly uh, uh, okay not incredibly feminine but like uh, on the more androgynous side of that just like androgynous with a beard uh, and um, I have had uh, like just like friends of mine that until they see me um, like dating a woman or with a woman assume that I'm gay um, and I don't know, I actually don't know where that perception comes from I don't know if it's just that uh, I have not a deep voice and that's it or that I'm just very emotive with my hands like this I don't know I don't know what it is um, but like it'll, I get both weird misconceptions where if I do something outside of one of those, it kind of pops this bubble for folks, and they go, "Oh, okay, I had assumed one thing about you, and now I don't, now I don't know what to think." And I'm like, "Good, yes, yeah, this, like, is the, this is the way that I want it." It's the opposite for me. Everybody thinks I'm like super prissy, which I can be in some circumstances. If it's anything involving like dirt or like bugs, no, I'm not going to be a part of it. But like when I told people I played kickball, like everybody I told was like, "What? Like you play? <laughs> it it surprised me a little bit too." <laughs> they were like kickball. They're like, "Are you like the referee or something?" I'm like, "No, I actually play." And they're like, "Yeah." Oh, I'm like I played sports in high school somewhat a little bit, and I mean I enjoy playing sports. I just don't enjoy watching them, and I don't do contact sports. That's the only thing. So like football, mm-hmm. no basketball is too much. It's too much running up and down. Like no, thank you. Kickball's um, a little bit of contact. Do you guys do like the like throw the ball to tag people? Not as often as I thought they would, because I was like, oh, this is going to turn into dodgeball like really quickly. But yeah. it's more so like uh, 
bad strategy. More closer to baseball the way that they've been playing. So it's yeah. just like catch the ball, get on the base. Yeah. But well, if yeah. you miss, the ball goes like off into the parking lot. And yeah. You're like, well, crap. <laughs> like. And I feel like another reason I don't do context first is because I kind of take things personally. So I'd be like, if I was playing football and somebody attacking me, I'm like, I have a problem with you because you did that on purpose and I took that personally. So that's why I'm just like, it's better for me to just avoid context sports. But yeah, people always think I'm super prissy and I'm like, no, I enjoy, well, I was told that my idea of camping is called glamping, which I guess I agree with because I can't do like a tent and sleeping in a sleeping bag. Like I need to be in a cabin. So where I can go outside and enjoy nature, but then if there's too many bugs, I can go back inside. I have friends, so I have friends who would even call like a tent and a sleeping bag, but if you're at like a campsite where like there's a short walk to get to the shower and the bathroom and there's, uh, you know, the electrical outlets at the end of the campsite that like for for them, they would call that glamping. So for for you, they'd be like, oh no, that's just like hotel life. I, I can't. Like, if there's no mirror, no, like, secluded bathroom, no shower, I can't. I, I won't. I refuse to. So somebody was like, oh, let's go camping. And I got there, and it's just, like, open space and nothing else. I'd be like, I'm going home. Oh, see? So like, I'm, last time I went camping, I slept in a hammock all night. Great. I loved it. I love camping. There would be too many noises that I would be hearing. It's too much going on. I'd, there was a, There was a lot of noise when I, I did the same thing in Yosemite uh, last summer. And... Uh, I had I slept in a hammock and I just was thinking like maybe I should get in the tent because like you know bears and then I thought well the tent's made of the same stuff that the hammock's made out of so like you know it's fine <laughs> if the bear wants to eat me it's gonna eat me <laughs> yeah but I think another I think I only have like one last misconception is that I'm like uh what do they call I, like an overachiever which I kind of am but people have a negative connotation of it mm-hmm. and to me like even in high school people were like I had teach uh, one teacher in particular I'm not going to say his name um, but I wrote a research paper on like uh, social change through film and how film has like made this image of toxic masculinity and I use this word uh, catechize which is a real word you can look it up and he was like, this isn't a word you're what doing. Is, what's the word? Catechize. Catechize. Yeah, because like I literally quoted it from a book. And he was like, this isn't a word. He was like, you're doing too much, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, if you looked it up, you would see that it is a word. And like, I'm not doing too much. Another teacher that I was close with was like, ignore it. You're not doing too much. Like, you should be trying to do the best. You, I, I cannot believe that a high school teacher would ever be like, hey, whoa, buddy. You got to stick to the 20 vocab words that yeah, we do a I, week. Like... And it was like That's senior. Insane. It was like for our senior project, and I was just like, really. So another teacher I was close with, he was like, ignore that. He was like, if you're, he was like, he should be encouraging you to keep doing that, but he was just like, do what you're doing because it's fine. Yeah. Um, so I have, I actually have the opposite issue. A lot of people feel like an underachiever, um, and really, what it is is I have uh, completely unmanaged uh, ADHD. Uh, mostly the the AD part, much less the H part, uh, where um, so it makes it read to a lot of people as if I just like uh, it can it can make me look really lazy, which sucks because I hate being perceived as lazy. Uh, it makes me look a lot like an underachiever because I just like like will uh, forget to do stuff or will. Uh, be so focused on doing this one aspect of it that everything else is gone. Um, 
And uh, it also just makes it really hard. To, I love starting projects, but it makes it really, really hard to uh, start a project. It also makes it really hard to finish projects once they are started. Um, just because there's this like part of your brain that keeps saying like, hey, just wait, just wait a little bit longer. You can perfect this more before you start. Like you can get the idea perfect before you actually start on the thing, which that's not how making things works. That's just not how making things works. It's just you start making it and go, oh God, this is bad. I have to completely redo this. And like, that's, that you know, and I've, and I've gotten around that for the most part, but there is still a lot of work to do. And I am uh, seeking help because I need, I need help. Uh, <laughs> But, um, yeah, so it's, it's hard because, like, that's a thing that, like, I have, I have no control over, uh, partially because it is unmanaged, like, that's a thing. But, like, it, it causes this, like, really bad perception of me, and I don't like that because, you know, I, I, do, freelance, I do freelance video, wink, wink, uh, and it, uh, you know, it makes it hard to get jobs sometimes. But, yeah. Uh, but those are some misconceptions about us. Uh, we hope to see lots of same in the comments, uh, or just tell us about yours and how they how they might be different. Um, try to be careful because YouTube's doing some weird stuff with content now. They don't like they don't like the naughty words anymore. Um, and uh, yeah, do that. Uh, subscribe. Share this with all of your friends. Uh, we have a Twitter, we have a Facebook page, uh, we are still working on the idea of uh, an Instagram because uh, James and I both run a few different Instagrams and it's, it's a lot to have so many things to flip through, but that's not the point. The point is, until next week, enjoy the coffee.